Welcome to the May Slate Mashup Show, the GPP edition, hosted by Season on DFS. I'm Jamie, as per normal, and I'm joined by Rich. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I always find it funny when you say, I'm Jamie. Well, I don't know why. I might not know my name. Yeah, who doesn't know your name? What is this? A lot of people. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, but I'm good. I'm um, good. Good, good, good. Um, socials, where are we finding you? Uh, where we have socials, you can find us at kingfantasy underscore sports. And the website is, of course, kingfantasysports.com. And your TikTok is... <laughs> I'm just so... As this is now an audio medium, you won't understand. I just stared at Jamie with a look of, don't have it, mate. I thought that was more of a look of, fuck off. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Being too polite, Richard. Being too polite. I was was raised right, so... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Byram underscore and at season long DFS and www.seasonlongdfs.com. Um, I would ask you about how the London games were, but everyone talks about that. Probably probably every other podcast is, oh, the London game brilliant. So we're just going to forget about that. Don't care. What do you think about the slate this week, GPP wise? I think it's, it's, it's pretty interesting because I, I was saying to you just before we started um, recording that there's it feels to me like there's a lot of different options you can go with. Like We're at the point in the season where there's quite a few injuries, which is um, which obviously throws out a couple of um, mid-season outlying, yeah. outliers in terms of the, the values that you can get. Um, you know, there's injuries at wide receiver, running back that have really thrown some of the depth pieces into the into the limelight, which means that you can save there, which means you can then go and spend your money in a in a load of different other ways, which is always good. I like having options. The first so, ten first ten game slate of the season as well. Yeah, first week of buys as well. So this is now gonna be something that we have to contend with each and every week as we go through the season now. Um, so is it every? I think there's a team on on by every week up until week fourteen. Now, at least one yeah. team. So that's a, that's going to be a fun slog, isn't it, for uh, for those regular season leagues and also for the DFS because as they move games to Thursday night, Monday night, and all of that, you know, we lose some some uh, standard plays, if you will. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's it starts getting very interesting now on all formats of fantasy. Yeah. That's what we're here for, though. Bit of fun. Exactly. Should we go with our lineups? Yeah, go on then. You yeah, might as well. Well, as we're here. Why not, hey? Why not? As we're here. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Before that, we're gonna, I'm just going to have a quick brief rundown of um, last week's um, GPP lineups for you and for me. Um, let's put it politely, my Daniel Jones and Kenny Golladay stack did not go very well. Yeah, I mean, I think generally it's probably good to um, to like, if you're, if you're running, don't lead with your head. Yeah. If you're if you're a quarterback, like that's just uh, just some general life advice. Um, it's generally not a good idea. So not um, not, re- not recommended. So yeah, so no. that to Jones and Golladay kind of sunk my G- one of my GPP lineups. This one specifically for for the uh, the main slate mashup. Um, only 117 points. So Daniel Jones, Zeke, Damian Williams, Kenny Golladay, Renfro. DJ Moore, shit the bed. Uh, Mike Kosicki, Alexander Masson, and the Vikings. Um, whereas you, Rich, um, your lineup cashed. Um, 166.36 points. Uh, Kyler Murray, 13.66 points. Not very good, but 
not you kind of obviously you expect a little bit more. Uh, Zeke Elliott and Nick Chubb, both very, very nice. AJ Green, I think this is the issue with the, the Cardinals receivers. He, he spreads it, Murray spreads it around so much, you kind of, you're never sure which one is going to go off. Um, yeah. 2.3 points, it's safe to say it wasn't AJ Green last week. Um, Kadarius Tony for you got 32.6 points, lovely. Chanel, um, one catch for 58 yards, which was really late in the game as well. So, I yeah. actually <clears throat> I have an idea that, um, they were saying that the person who released the Urban Meyer video was an inside source to the team, mm. and I can only assume that it was Chanel because they've <laughs> spoken that they wanted to get him involved in the team previously and out on the field. And then out of nowhere, he's just on the sidelines. So I can only assume, therefore, that he's the guy who released the video. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can see it. I think, was it Agnew and Dan Arnold had eight targets each? and Or eight, yeah, eight targets each. And Marvin Jones Jr. and LaVisca had eight targets, I think, or six targets between them. Eight targets, I think it was. So... You know you're in a shit show of an organisation and a shit show of a coach when you want to get the ball to Agnew and Arnold more than Marvin Jones and LaVisca. Yeah. Interesting. Um, your tight end was Kosicki, 8.3 points. Um, Mike Williams, um, hell of a day, 39.5 points. And then the Cardinals. So you had 166.36 points. So well done on that, mate. Very nicely done. You battered the hell out of me. Look, even a broken clock is right two times a day. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, well, an analog clock would be right two times a day. All right. Smiles. Okay. All right. Get on. Let's uh, get on with the lineup, shall we? Uh, what, who's your quarterback? My my quarterback this week is, and I've I've I kind of went back and forth on my on my QB more than any other because I kept like choosing skill position players and then looking back to stack but um, I have gone with Kyler Murray you're getting back on the horse after last week yeah just straight back on <clears throat> uh, you know I think last last week last week was a weird game for the Cardinals so um, I think I'm just going to put it down as a blip and then just, just ride it straight back I think you probably see a reduced ownership as a result Cleveland have not been too great on defense like they've allowed some pretty big performances like you know Herbert obviously kind of... do, you, do you think that that's going to be that performance by the Browns defense is going to be in the back of people's minds and thinking kind of what do you, where do you kind of do you think Murray will be popular because of it because they're thinking the recency bias Cleveland got ripped to shreds by Herbert and now they're coming up against Kyler Murray he's going to run all over him he's going to do whatever I think that might be the case, but I think what you're more likely to see is recency bias putting more people going for Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and Dak Prescott mm. because they've like there's no question mark over their performances, whereas yeah. Kyler Murray struggled last time out. So if like you were like, oh, I'm not sure between them, then you'd go for one of those over them. I would logically think like I'm just trying to put myself in the mindset of like a average punter mm. and um, that's that's why I, I feel they would Murray has seven attempts for one rushing yard last week weird it's just a weird game the whole he, game is just he, weird he needs to start running the ball more where are these games where like back was it back end of last year when he was 100 yards, 90 yards, touchdown to whatever it will be. I think that's kind of where the real upside is. And we're missing it, aren't we? Mm. Just, I, I, it's, there's going to be a game, and fingers crossed for you this week, it's the week where Murray has to use his legs because Garrett and um, Clowney are coming after him. He's got to get out of pocket and run around like Michael Vick on fast forward. I just think all of like this entire game was just weird. Like there wasn't an aspect of it that was like what how I expected it to go really. So um, I'm kind of happy. I'll just push it out out to one side and just say okay. I'll just stay stay in the saddle with it. 
That's fair, mate. That's fair. So, yeah, you've gone with Kyler Murray, 7,900 for the Cardinals, going up against the Browns in Cleveland. Um, my quarterback, I looked at a couple of the guys and I thought Mahomes, I think he's going to be fairly well high-owned because... I think this way you can stack him with a Kelsey and a Hill and it not be, not ruin your lineup. In other words, take too much of, of, of the uh, of the funds out of it. Um, Murray, I looked at, obviously, and I got, I've kind of fallen on Joe Burrow. And I'm still unsure how I feel about it. <laughs> Genuinely. Borrow 6,300, um, Cincinnati travel to Detroit um, to face the Lions in the Dome. So don't need to worry about weather or anything like that. Um, Detroit defence is, is there a polite way of saying shit? Um, yeah. More, more, the, more the defensive backs. Less than optimal. There we go. They're, deep, they're just oh, horrible. Um, and I think I'm interested to see what the news is on Mixon because obviously um, if Mixon's back this potentially could dent a little bit of borrow but I just think he's very consistent he's you're probably looking I think the Lions will be able to keep up with Cincinnati because the Lions office hasn't been good but it hasn't been horrendous Um Obviously, last couple of games, 20 points, 25 points, 18 points. I don't think, I'm not sure Burrow's going to be very popular. I don't think he's going to be one of the higher-owned quarterbacks. I think most people are going to look at the top, as you kind of the Mahomes, the Murray, the Jackson, the Herbert, the Prescott, and if they're going to pay down, they're going to go to Taylor Heineke? Yep, I agree. Kind of, so I'm looking, and I, I, and I, I just I looked around the sixth, the, the 6,000 mark and yeah I, I kind of fell into Burrow because I thought I think he's going to be fairly solid I think he's going to be a, a little bit contrarian compared to everyone else who I think will, will go for, for the for the, the quarterbacks which I said a, a minute ago um, he's got the weapons he's got Chase he's got Higgins he's got Boyd um, he's potentially got Mixon as well I think I think this is I don't know what the over and under is. I cannot remember. I didn't write it down like an idiot. Um, but yeah, but borrow at 6,300 6, it gives you the opportunity to, to stack with a Chase or a Higgins or both if you wanted to um, and only take a, a, not a massive percentage out of your actual lineup budget. So yeah, I'm, I'm there at Joe Burrow at 6,300. Um, what quarterbacks were you thinking about? Other ones, mate? So Heineke was one that I thought about. He's going to be. He's who's going to be who's going to be higher owned, Heineke or Mahomes? Heineke because he's cheaper. It's going to allow more people to do more fun things at other positions. Oh yeah, no. I, so that I, that's why I think he'll be higher owned as a result. Like. Um. Yeah, I think he'll be he'll be quite a popular ad. Fifty eight hundred, and this uh, this Kansas City defense is uh, shaky. It's not, <clears throat> yeah, it's not it's not what it was, is it? But they had playmakers that were performing at all levels. Now it seems like it's the uh, the opposite. If you can get an opposite of that, um, so yeah, I, I think. He he was one guy I I considered. Yeah, same. Um, outside of that, didn't really didn't really think about anyone else. Really, well, <clears throat> I had a brief consideration for some of the other like high the guys that we we're expecting to be high owned. So, um, like I did consider having Mahomes. I did consider um, Jackson and Herbert, but. Ultimately, I went with uh, Murray. Yeah. Um, I just exactly like you, mate. Heineke, 5,800, going up against the Chiefs, um, someone I considered. Um, 
yeah, Chiefs defense hasn't looked good. Let's put it that way. Um, Mahomes, 8,300 on the other side of the ball. Um, Washington passing defense hasn't looked good. <laughs> um, both of them, you, you'll be able to stack with their top top receiver as well. And also Lamar, 7,400 7, at the Chargers. Um, yeah, they were they basically very similar to, to the guys that you were looking at as well. Um, running backs, Rich, why don't you hit me with your running back one? Uh, Devontae Booker. And I say that, I'm not sure if the listeners can can get it, but with a, quite a lot of disdain in my voice. It's just the price, like 5,400. Like, I know that I'm going to get volume from him because um, Barkley isn't playing. The issue is um, who's going to be the quarterback because if it's not Daniel Jones, then... Eh. <laughs> so... It might be that it might be that come, come uh, actually Sunday I've, I've rotated him out and put someone else in. Um, about a moment is, is Booker, who is probably the most one of the most popular waiver wire pickups this week. Yeah, Booker's price is fifty four hundred. Yeah, I'm just having a look at kind of the Rams. Against the run, maybe. Uh, where am I looking? Where am I looking? Can't find it. So yeah, they are. Uh, I was wrong in what I was thinking before. They're they're allowing 117.2 rushing yards a game. Um, but also, you have to like, if you bear in mind the, the guys that they've gone against, like they went against the Bears, who mm-hmm. just funneled everything through Montgomery. Yep. Then John, uh, the Colts. Uh, Tampa Bay, Arizona, and Seattle. So all of those have good, like really competent, proven running backs, and generally have offenses that are quite well balanced. Yeah. Um, we're looking at a Giants team that could have Mike Glenn. That, 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 I'll, I'll be honest. As I said to you before the show, when we talked about this, I hadn't even really considered Devontae Booker mainly because of the high percentage chance that Mike Lennon was going to be under center. Yeah. I think, and, and, and I'll say again, if Daniel Jones is under center, God knows, obviously you have to wait. It's going to be later on in the week. You're not going to know this probably until Friday, Saturday. Do you need to go, go with the concussion protocol? Um, with Daniel Jones, I'd be more interested in the Bonnet Booker. But yeah, Mike Lennon scares the, the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> but he's Booker, what was it? 16 for 42 and three receptions. He's got two touchdowns. You, you get in the workload. I think we've, the Giants have shown that they'll do that even last year with Wayne Gorman. So. Yeah, I don't mind it, mate. I don't mind it. As I say, I'd be more interested if Daniel Jones is the quarterback, but I'm interested to see what the rest of your team looks like if you're going to pay down a little bit on your running back. Um, my, um, I've gone a different direction. I haven't paid down on my running backs. Um, my running back one is Austin Eckler. Hasn't, um, he's 7,900 going up against Baltimore in Baltimore. Um, last two weeks, 34 points, 33 points, um, and then 22 points, 22 points. So the last four weeks, he hasn't had any less than 22.5 points, um, which is basically three times his value. So if I can get 25 or points, uh, I'm quite happy with 7-9. But obviously, you're looking at he's got such a good usage in the passing game. Solid targets, nine, six, five, five from week two onwards. Um, he scored three uh, receiving touchdowns in the last three games and three rushing touchdowns in the last three games. Um, the passing game, obviously, is will go through Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen, obviously the top target leaders there, but Eckler sees his fair share. He is the running guy. He's just... Really, really good, and this might be a lot of people probably think the same. I think this is again got. I think both teams can score thirty plus points this week. 
Chargers and, and, and Baltimore. Um, you've got Herbert going up against Lamar Jackson. You've got two great young quarterbacks slash running back. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Tom. I'm just, just a little dig there. Um, but, but yeah, I think this is, I think I would guess the over-under is fairly, uh, well, the points is quite high. So, yeah, 7,900. I don't mind paying up. He's gone up 300 from last week's salary at 7,600 to 7,9. Um, yeah, give me, give me all the, all the Austin Eckler this week, mate. Give me all the Austin Eckler. Um, who's your running back to? Uh, Daryl Williams. <clears throat> uh, 4,900. With uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out, this backfield is going to be his. Um, so 49... I mean, we could see a split with Jared McKinnon, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. It's probably well now I've said... Now I've put it into the ether. But um, 4,900 going against Washington. Washington have done okay against the run, but, you know, I, I think... I, I think Kansas, Kansas City, really, they need to come out and make a statement. Yeah. On and that's running and um, passing the ball. Like I really think they just need to come out and just remind people. Oh yeah, we're we're here. We're pretty good. We're effective at football. And they can't be going two and four. Yeah. So um, so as a result, I think that. Daryl Williams should should be in line for like if he gets touched down like fifty yards, then like he's pretty much hit my value, and mm. I think he'll catch a couple of passes as well. So yeah, I'll roll with it. Cool, lovely jubbly. My running back two is um is DeAndre Swift, sixty three hundred gone up against Cincinnati, Detroit are at home. Um, Swift isn't. Swift has a Jamal Williams problem in the kind of running, rushing department, really. So Swift has seen the last three games, week three saw 14 attempts, eight attempts in week four and 11 in week five. But the thing that I love is the fact in those weeks, he's seen seven, six and six targets. Um, So PPR-wise, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I think um, with the Detroit defense um, not being great, as I think we've probably said all season, every single week, the main slate mashup. Um, I think Cincinnati will be able to put points on Detroit, and Detroit are more than likely not going to be playing from behind, and that pushes DeAndre Swift more into a pass catching role, which drafting scoring is mwah, lovely. Um, so three out of the five weeks this year, he scored 22 points or more. Um, well over three times value. So, yeah, I'm, I'm teaming extra up with DeAndre Swift at 6,300. Um, what other running backs were you considering, mate? Uh, Austin Eckler was a consideration for me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the thing is, I actually think both of your running backs can be quite highly owned. Um, yeah. Which, fine. Um, I should probably consider McKissick now I've put it into ethos slight ever so slightly cheaper but um, he was a consideration for me um, so was um, Javante Williams Alvin Gordon uh, didn't practice today uh, Samaj P. Ryan would have been if it wasn't for that like pesky bug from um, China which is still still here. Which which one? The one from the the market or from the lab? Both. Um, Herbert was also a consideration. Mm. Forty six hundred, like yeah. that. That backfield is more of a timeshare than I thought it would would be. So um, he was a consideration for me as well. Um, yeah. So they're they're the, they're the guys that I'm, I, I currently thought about at the moment. That's fair. That's fair. Um, guys, I considered, I, I probably agree that Eckler and Swift are going to be popular. I think Swift will be more popular than Eckler this week. 
Um, but I think they're going to be the two, probably the two most popular guys on, on, on my lineup. I think I've got a couple of plays that, well, obviously, apart from one, which is going to be like 99.7% owned, <laughs> um, kind of give me a little bit, bit of um, contrarian play, like Joe Burrow, for example. But I looked at Jonathan Taylor, 6,600, going up against the Texans. Um, why did the Colts give Naheem Hines a new contract? I don't know. I really don't like money. I don't know. Pay the man, use the man. Taylor's very good. Naheem Hines is very good as well. Uh, so yeah, Taylor is 6,600 going up against the Texans. Um, I did have Alexander Madison if Dar uh, Dalvin Cook was going to be out. If Madison was 6,200, but I believe Cook trained today. We are recording on a Wednesday evening at 9.30 p.m. GMT. So I do believe Cook trained this week, uh, today. Do you remember last week when I was really um, high on Cook being able to play? Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's 6,200. If if there is no Dalvin Cook, uh, you just put Alexander Mass in your, in your lineup, wherever you can, just everywhere. Um, Joe Mixon, 6,400 um, against the Lions. Um, again, I want to know about health. That was the interesting thing for me. It's kind of, I want to make sure it's He's 100%. Um, and also Daryl Henderson, 6,000 for the Rams going up against the Giants, and the Giants are garbage. So I think Henderson has got just a really, really solid workload. I'm not concerned about Sony Michelle. People can go on about, oh, Michelle, he came and he did all right in the previous game. <laughs> Henderson went out with a little bit of Mr. Series because he hurt his shoulder, I think. Um, and that was about it. Um, so, yeah, they were the guys I was interested in kind of running about wise, but ended up falling with Eckler and Swift. Um, wide receivers, why don't you share your wide receiver one with us, Rich? I'm guessing it's not going to be cheap ones. <laughs> nope. Uh, Hopkins is my wide receiver one. I think yeah, it gives me a good stack with um, Murray. Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I saw today that he has missed practice with illness um, and I'm not sure if it is COVID like it's not been confirmed or not I'm, I reckon it's probably not COVID based on the fact that we've not heard more players being sidelined or whatever so uh, he really had a good performance against the 49ers and I think he's he should be able to perform again against the Cleveland secondary. So having those cheaper running backs allows me to go for more expensive receivers. Let's, let's just say DeAndre Hopkins has got COVID and he's out for this week's game. He's 7,800, going up against the Browns. Who's your pivot there? Are you thinking to yourself from your lineup, um, I still want to get one of those Arizona Cardinal wide receivers uh, in my lineup to, to, to kind of stack with Murray and maybe down to a Christian Kirk or a Rondell Moore who's near the 5,000 mark or would you kind of go naked with Kyler Murray as your, your, uh, your quarterback and then maybe chuck a, try and get a Cooper Cup in those and 7-9 Okay so I'll peel back the curtain here so I actually do I actually have Rondell Moore in my lineup as well Okay and, okay. and um, I think what I'd do in this situation is if Hopkins does have COVID I think what I'd end up doing is probably pivoting with the money that I've got left as well. I could pivot to having Mike Williams and, okay. then, and then I might be tempted to go Herbert instead of uh, Murray because it, it wasn't like a massive um, thing between the two of them. Mm. So I'd probably end up going Murray and um, Williams instead of Murray and Hopkins. Yeah, but it's, all, it's, it's definitely something that, that when you're building your lineup, especially at the middle of the week, to, to consider yeah so, yeah it's a really good point actually when you've got these question marks over players knowing having to plan in your head of like this is what i'm going to do if this person is out or you know or as as we say like it's actually covid and it's not just illness 
um, having that like already in your head is going to be really beneficial. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Um, my wide receiver one. Um, I'm going with Tyreek Hill. Eight thousand five hundred. Uh, Chiefs travel to Washington to take on the football team. Almost said the bad word there, but I did. Um, yeah, what, 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 what's wrong with with Tyreek Hill? I don't know. I mean, he scored. He went ballistic, didn't he, against the he Eagles? Get, he get yeah, one hundred and eighty-six to the three for fifty point six drafting points. But the week before that, five, uh, five for seven for 56 for 10 points. Week two, three for four for 14 for five points. Week one, he went ballistic against Cleveland, 11 for 15, 11 for 15 for 197 and one. And then against Buffalo this week, past week, seven of 13 for 63. I actually think what you're saying is you're saying, I think it's actually the offense itself is mm. spluttering. It's not a Tyreek Hill issue. It's a Chiefs issue. Did you, did, when I was watching, I, I, full spectrum, I, di- I didn't watch the whole of the, the Chiefs um, Bills game because I like to sleep. Um, Weird, from, eh? from what I saw before I fell asleep and then the highlights afterwards was I'd be very interested to know what um, Mahomes is average depth of target was for that that game because it seemed like it was just a, a lot of short to, short to short intermediate passing there wasn't uh, I mean no the buff buffalo like to have two two high safeties to kind of keep you in front of them but uh, the thing with Hill as well is he had an injury um, he's not practicing today. He's, it says it's a quad injury, um, so he's questionable. I suspect he probably plays, but it's something that I'll want to keep an eye on. That if there is a he's he's eighty five percent, but they're still going to play him, then he's a eighty five percent Tyreek kill worth eight and a half thousand. It's one of those. Do I pivot somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I was just <clears throat> the reason I kind of went silent there is I was actually looking up to see if I could find his um, where he was going, and um, yeah, so his intended air yards per per pass attempt, which is the average depth of target, whether completed or not, was um, six point seven yards, which is, I mean, it's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not Patrick. Mah- I mean, if if I'm looking back at his career. Across the, these are just season numbers now. Mm. It's talking like 8.4, 8.8, 9.1 in yeah. the uh, from 2018 to 2020. So you're talking what a yard too shy mm. of that, which is um, isn't what we've come to expect. So no. I mean, for for comparison, in that same game, Josh Allen was 11.2. There we go. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, I, I tend to think that was more about the defence, how yeah. they were playing them. Um, I don't think they're going to have such problems against this Washington defence, in all honesty. But as I say, you just, uh, like me, you need to, if you, if you want to chuck Hill in your lineup, you just keep an eye on the injury news for him. Um, and for me, kind of, if I was going to pivot away from Hill because I wasn't too happy, then I would find a way to to um, get Mikael Hartman and Travis Kelsey in my lineup. And, I, and there are ways you, I can do that without any problem, especially with Kelsey being cheaper than Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, I, I, the reason I deal in this is because I think Mahomes is just going to come out going, hey, remember remember me, remember us? Yeah. He's, he's 600 yards and seven touchdowns. Obviously, he probably won't go like that, but I think you know what I mean. Um, who's your wide receiver to, buddy? Uh, Scary Terry. Uh, Terry 71. McLaren. 
7,100. With those cheaper running backs, I can spend up at wide receiver. You sure can. <laughs> and um, and Terry McLaurin is very much part of that. Um, the guy is <clears throat> he struggled against uh, New Orleans, where he had four receptions for 46 yards. But other than that, it's you know he he's had a decent-ish season. Um, yeah, he went pretty nuts against Atlanta with uh, 123 yards. He's had a really good game against the Giants. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert: both of those have not great secondaries, and I don't really rate this Chief secondary at the moment either. So, I think you, I think I think he's in line for a decent, a decent game. I think as a result. Yeah, I think kind of with with Heineke, he's he's. <laughs> He's going to target Corrin. 11 to 13 the last two games, seven against Buffalo, and we three 14 against the Giants. He's going to throw it to McLaren, whether he's single cut, he's covered single coverage, double coverage, triple, you name it. He's going to get it his way, especially with Logan Logan Thomas as well. Um, Sorry, I was just having a look at red zone targets. not for your, not for McLaren, but my um, my wide receiver two is T Higgins. So I'm being a little brave and not, I'm not stacking Burrow with Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, Chase's value has gone up. He's now around the six thousand. He's six thousand seven hundred. T Higgins, which he should be because he's he's looked very very good. Um. T. Higgins around the 5,300. I was just wanting to see if I could find T. Higgins. Oh, I can I can have a look at let's take these out. Uh, da, 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 Cincinnati. Um again, it's kind of I feel like I'm gonna be targeting this Detroit Cincinnati game. Um Detroit. Defense not great. I just keep rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, and I like Borrow this this week, um, even with his. What exactly is a throat contusion? Uh, it's like a bruised throat, isn't it? Or a cut? Or something yeah, like I thought cut. I don't know. Either way, man up. You got. <clears throat> Man up. Um, last week, Higgins um, was back from injury. Five, five for seven for thirty-two. Not exactly good. Price has gone up slightly. I think that's because again, he's against Detroit. But I also think that the Chase and Burrow stack is going to be m- more popular than the the Burrow and Higgins or the Burrow and Boyd stack, for example. Um, Higgins has seen the most red zone targets for the Bengals so far this year. Um, Chase is obviously the deep threat, not just the deep threat, but he likes to score long touchdowns, let's put it that way. Um, so if I'm thinking that Cincinnati will be able to put up a, uh, a few points this week, um, I'm thinking they might get around the end of the, the red zone. So Higgins at 5,300, saving. So fifteen hundred on 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 Chase. Um, I'm quite happy with that. Um, who's your wide receiver three? Uh, Rondell Moore. Briefly mentioned it earlier. Um, GVP. It's hard for me not to put Rondell Moore in mm. um, because he has the ability to just pop off. Um, yeah, we saw that against Minnesota. They had a pretty good game against Tennessee in Week One. Even last week, he did all right. Decentish game. So. Yeah, he has that big playability, and as a result, I'm going to put him in my GBP lineups. Pretty, he's going to be almost pretty much automatic for me, to be honest. Yeah, he's 4,600. 40, yeah, so double stack with um, Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Um, my wide receiver three is where is he? Um, is Van Jefferson? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, kind of exactly how I was when I when I finally decided Van Jefferson. Uh, he's thirty four hundred. Um, Rams going up against 
the Giants. Um, we all know it's Cup and it's Woods. They're the main guys. What I'm kind of hoping for with this price with 3,400 is that Matt Stafford just feels sorry for Van Jefferson slightly. It's like, all right, mate, I know. I'm hanging with my best buddies, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I know. Okay, here, I'll throw you a couple of balls. He's seen consistent-ish targets since week one, three, three, six, six, and four. Um, he scored two touchdowns over that period of time. He's had two games over, uh, one game of 16 points, one game of 21 points. Um, the other three, not so good. So at 3,400, it's kind of more of a bit of a, a kind of an upside play here. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for a touchdown and 50 odd yards and the price at 3,400. That give, give me a touchdown and yeah, 30 odd yards, 34 yards. I'm, I'm happy. It gives me good value on the price. And I wanted a bit of this Rams offense in my lineup and I couldn't afford Bobby Woods or Cooper Cup. So, yeah, Van Jefferson joins Higgins and Tyreek Hill for me. Um, what wide receivers were you considering that just kind of missed out? Um, well, Mike Williams is obviously a consideration for me, which is why mm. my automatic pivot will be to go to him. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I also I also considered going for um, so my high price guys were uh, Mike Williams, Cooper Cup. I did consider uh, Chase. Mm. Um, opted against that. Um, I also thought about Kadarius Tony, but I think he'll be quite highly owned as a result of having a big week last week. Plus, is he going to play? I think he'll play. I don't think he I, I. I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine because he was he was limited at practice today, but I think he'll play. I think one he'll be highly owned, and two Mike Lennon. So um, I didn't go for him. I also considered Odell Beckham because he is at some point going to have one of those games where he reminds everyone that he is um, Odell Beckham. Um, how many times have people said that in the last five, four years? Every week? When he's been healthy? Yeah, but then he does, he has those pop-up games where he just reminds you that, oh, actually, I'm an elite talent. Is he? Is he still? He's he's still, he's still effective enough that he can have a big game. Effective. Didn't say elite. That was my point. He's, at the, he's, he hasn't shown anything in the last Three years that he's elite. Okay. That's kind of, he's got the talent. We all know that. But he's something just I don't know. Maybe Baker just doesn't like him. I um I did also consider briefly Josh Gordon. <laughs> was it was it scrolling down this is rich scrolling down oh josh gordon hmm no was it, no, was it, it that brief it's actually because i think that kansas city are going to go uber hyper and they need playmakers and josh gordon is a playmaker and he does look freak twitched almost like i'm not going to say it He's uh, enjoyed one of those, like, I don't know, will it? You know, the special tablets that you get that make you yourself grow bigger? You know, I, I'm not, I didn't I say got... it. I No, not those ones. Like, the things that you kind of, you inject and you get from dodgy gyms. But I didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, no, definitely but not. We all, know, we all know what I'm saying. We all know what I'm saying without saying it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I did briefly consider him because he What's is. His price? It's things like thirty five hundred. Like you keep scrolling, <laughs> like it's it's cheap, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I considered it because he's going to have one of those um, uh, thirty four hundred. Same price as Van Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Similar reason to you is I just think that 
you know, you want to have some exposure to one of those offences. So yeah, that's fair, mate. That's fair. Um, yeah, I considered Cooper Cup going up against the Giants, McLaurin, Chase chose Higgins over Chase in the end. Um, I'm Brown, 4,200 for the Lions going against Cincy. Um, that's like role is his. He's seeing the last couple of games very consistent target share. Um, Hawkinson isn't healthy. He, he didn't look healthy last game and I'm just, no. Um, Jared Goff loves the middle of the field but he seems to love his slot receiver more than he loves the tight end like everybody thought he was. So yeah, 4,200, I think he's a good value there to save down. Um, Kirk and Rondell Moore was someone else I considered. But do you know what, mate? I'm again, for the, I think the second week running, I am really surprised you haven't considered your boy. I don't know if he's my boy anymore. Oh my, what, what, what's changed? Is he not responding to your text? <laughs> doesn't respond to my dms he doesn't write me he doesn't right i don't know if he's my boy anymore because mike williams is really establishing himself in that offense and in fact lewis wood who's uh, one of the writers at king fantasy sports he put out an article today which is about um who's the wide receiver one is it Allen or is it williams and i i think it might be williams now okay the way i kind of i see it but if I'm thinking who's the who's a wide receiver one, Justin Herbert has got to make one throw. Who's he throwing it to? I, I genuinely still think it's Keenan Allen. I don't, I don't know if it is. I think I, I kind of think it is. And I don't want to be that guy who overreacts, but I just don't know. Yeah, but you can't have Mike Williams as your guy because you weren't. I mean, I'm not as playing with yourself Mike. over Mike Williams coming out of college, were you? Michael Pittman was kind of oh, yeah. your little like, toy. Oh. So that's why he's your boy. Yeah. He'll always, he will always be your boy. Don't cheat on Pittman. I'm not cheating on Pittman. I'm you just are, saying you are, like, cheat, you are cheating on Pittman. I'm not. And I will tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. He won't respond to my DMs. Um, he, he, he will after when I tell him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm not, I need, I need to see something first because at the moment I just, it's the touchdown numbers. The touchdown numbers have never really been there for Keenan Allen, but they're even not there even further this year. So, okay. Uh, Mike Williams, very good wide receiver. Would you say Mike Williams, um, what, what's the correlation between Mike Williams having this great year? And Corey Davis having a great year last year. What's the correlation? Isn't a correlation. Contract year, baby. Ah. He's, get, he's getting paid. Yeah. Seriously, players step up their game on the contract years. They do. Yeah, it's, no, I, 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 I get what you're and saying. And I'm not saying it's the only reason, obviously. I get what you're saying. I actually just think he's... Mike Williams seems like he's finally put the season together that he's needed to. Corey Davis had a good season last year, and it's like, oh, look at earlier in his career. Did he have a good season? Mm, not really. Whereas Mike Williams had wow. a year of, no, but he had a year of loads of touchdowns, just not much yards. And he had a year of loads of yards and no touchdowns. Mm. And now I think he's kind of like finally put something together where he's getting yards and touchdowns. So, but it's but it's funny that it's on a contract year. Yeah, it's the fourth year though, isn't it? Right. So it's... <laughs> less Mike Williams, more Michael Pittman. Why didn't you? Why aren't you considering him? Uh, well, that, I, 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 I genuinely thought he would be one of at least right. one of your you, considers. The reason why I didn't, and you're going to laugh at me because I didn't. Is honestly the, this potential return of T.Y. Hilton because it just seems like a headache. Nah, he he's he's now training back with the team, right? Like he's going to be looking to start. Uh, yeah, I'm not asking you. To, I think it's more of a concern towards the Paris gamble. It could be, but I mean, I just need to. I I think I just need to sit for one week. Yeah, no, no, I, that's fair. 
Um, I think Pittman's 5,500 going up against Houston. Um, he's, since week two, 12 targets, 12 targets, eight and seven last week. He's only scored one touchdown last week, and it was a very, very, very lovely touchdown. Um, I just think his price, I, I like 5,500, I think. Wentz looked pretty good against Baltimore. Not saying, not going over the top with Carson Wentz. Um, but Pittman is, is his number one target. It just is. I don't think T.Y. Hilton coming in, the chemistry between him and um, Wentz isn't isn't going to be anywhere near what it is with Pittman and Wentz. So, uh, yeah, I consider Pittman a 5,500. And I'm very disappointed that you didn't, Rich. Don't cheat on Michael Pittman. Um, Rich, why don't you tell me who our tight end is? Our I'm, tight end? I'm guessing we've got the same tight end. I don't know if we do. Oh, oh my God. I've, okay. Who is your tight end? Because I reckon you've got Ricky Seals-Jones. <laughs> of course I fucking have. I needed the money. I needed to, need to save up. Yeah, I've, I, went, I went Johnny Smith. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you'd said to me, I've gone with a New England tight end, Johnny Smith would not be the one that I think you were going with. No, I think I originally had Evan Ingram in my lineup, which I'm not even <laughs> sure on. I like that, but I think I'll go, right, on the fly here, I'm going to go Ricky Seals-Jones, 3,000. Uh, 3, That's my badness. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones is my tight end, Jamie. Who's his, who is yours? Please regale us with who. Is this Ricky Seals Jones 3000 for the skin? Uh, um, the, the football team. <clears throat> football team. <laughs> Going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, Ricky Seals Jones is, 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 I think, is you, we both said he's going to be chalkier than the, the, the White Clips of Dover. Um, at 3,000, um, you've obviously you've got no Logan Thomas, and last week against New Orleans, five targets, uh, eight targets, five receptions, 41 yards, got you nine points. That's three times value on his, his price there. Um, now going up against a worse defense than New Orleans Saints, and the red, uh, stop it, the football team. I can't help it, I'm gonna get people complaining. Um, the football team are going to have to put up points against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are going to score whenever they want. So, yeah, 3,000. Ricky Seals-Jones, eat the chalk. Anything to add, Rich? Yeah, don't misclick. <laughs> don't put Johnny Smith. Yeah, don't misclick. Ah, Rich. Um, uh, any other times you were... Considering um, Johnny Smith, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why I put Johnny Smith in my lineup because as soon as I, I, I said it out loud, and it just seemed like such a stupid idea as soon as it left. <laughs> it was the Johnny Smith. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> That's the as soon as you get the jar and the, in your head, you're going stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. John Smith. It's like this was a bad decision. Um, other guys, actually, well, Evan Ingram, 34. Yeah. Um, he was consideration. Uh, Hooper, the, the Browns, he was a guy that I considered, but then I, I thought, oh, are we not? <laughs> Very quickly, but he's twenty eight hundred, so that was more of a pricing thing than anything. Um, and just for pure amusement, Mo Ali Cox, and just hopes that he catches a touchdown. Yeah, that's kind of what you're hoping, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I considered time wise Kelsey seven thousand against Washington, um, and. Obviously, I've got Hill, so I'll be monitoring 
the status on Tyreek Hill. And if he's doubtful or whatever, then I will pivot and chuck Kelsey in my lineup. Um, and you've obviously got, he's going to be super popular as well. I think Kelsey's going to be really popular. Um, Mark Andrews, 5,200 gun up against the Chargers um, for the Ravens. Boy, did he have a, a blow-up game <laughs> this past week. Um, I think 5,200 is not too bad. I, I look at the tight ends and I go, I think it's more top-end price or kind of bottom-end price. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not liking the middle that much. There's nothing in that middle tier that excites me at yeah. all. But there is one around 2,900 apart from Ricky Shields-Jones. I don't want to say excites me, but I don't know. I've got a little bit of kind of intrigue in as um, Donald Palm Jr. for the Chargers. Um, gets the Ravens. Um, touchdown the last two weeks. Um, he's not seeing huge targets here. <laughs> Three targets against the Raiders uh, in week four and two targets against Cleveland last week, but two touchdowns. So again, you kind of hope before um, a touchdown with Palm. And this kind of the, he, he was XFL, wasn't he? And the XFL, Donald Palm. Yes. This is, yeah, I was waiting for that. There's a little bit of a delay there, Rich. I was waiting for you to go, yes, immediately. So, yeah, 2900 I think, if you want to pivot away from Ricky Seals jokes, the same kind of price. Uh, Barham's an option for me. Um, who's your flex? Before we get on to our flex. Oh. Breaking news. Oh, God. Daniel Jones is on track with everything, Joe Judge told reporters today, and the starting Q- QB could return when the Giants host the Rams on Sunday. Okay. I don't know if I believe that. That's all of the consideration I needed. Um, my flex is uh, <laughs> is Henderson off the Rams. Love it. 6,000. Yep. The Rams are good. The Giants are not. He's got the, the, the solid workload, mate. I love it. Yeah, you give him far more analysis than I think it needed, which is just Rams good, Giants <laughs> bad. I think that's all it needs. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find my It's, it's the in-depth analysis that I think people appreciate <laughs> here. So that's what I'm trying to give them. No, mate, I think they come for the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the production value is just... Um, <laughs> It's second to none here, so. <laughs> oh, God. Um, my, my, my flex is, um, is Kareem Hunt, 6,200 for Cleveland, going up against Arizona. Um, Nick Chubb is the running back one in Cleveland. If you don't want to think about fantasy points, Really? <laughs> um, Chubb isn't the... He's, he's, he's not the pass catching back. We know what Nick Chubb is. Give him 20 times to run the ball. He is... He's essentially like a slightly diet version of Derek Henry. Derek Henry, yes. But uh, he's so talented, Nick Chubb. There's no doubt it. But Kareem Hunt, in my opinion, is just as talented. And they use him in the passing game. Um, in the last four games, three games, he scored four touchdowns, um, six targets last week, four targets week before, seven targets uh, in week three against Chicago. He's seen anywhere from 10 to 15 attempts on the ground as well. Um, yeah, 26 points last week, 16 the week before, 28 the week before that. Um, yeah, Nick Chubb owners in general fantasy hate Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt takes away fantasy points from Nick Chubb. But yeah, Kareem Hunt, 6,200. Um, yeah, his price has gone up 400. But yeah, I, I, I really quite like him. I think more people are going to still go towards Nick Chubb, who's only a 1,000 more than Hunt. So 
Okay, give me give me Kareem Hunt. Big fan of his. He needs his own team. Um, but unfortunately, he's an arsehole off the field. Which I think yeah. is fair. Yeah. The talent is the talent has always been there. Just imagine. I know this is really just imagine what the Chiefs would be like if they still had Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Wouldn't have wasted a pick on Child on Edward Zelaire. Just as a quick aside on that, do you remember when they used the running back selection because they were like, oh, well, our... Luxury our, pick. A luxury pick, yeah, because our, our team's just stacked everywhere. And didn't pick Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Two years later. Not that well. How's well. that working out for you now? Well, who wants it? Mm. <laughs> um, who's your defence, buddy? Uh, I went with the Vikings. Stop copying me. Well, I went first just now. So, I know. If you, but go, if you go Vikings, I've, then you're copying me. I think. Actually. I think. I think I've had the Vikings pretty much seventy-five percent of my lineups. Oh, well, yeah. their price is good. Yeah, twenty-nine hundred. Yeah, they're going up against the Panthers. Sam Donald is Sam Donald. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I did consider the Cardinals at 2700 slightly cheaper. Yeah. Um, just because they've, what, what I tend to look for is playmakers, and they've got playmakers at each level of their yeah. defense. So I didn't go for them ultimately because I just, teams that run a lot, I worry about, but Baker's not look good this year. So if I'm, if I wasn't massively sold on the Vikings, then I'd probably go in for the Cardinals. I don't think there's going to be too much of a difference between the two of them. So if I needed the extra 200, because, you know, we're talking earlier, 200 could be the difference between Cooper Cup or Mike Williams. And if you yep. really want to go that way, then, yeah, I'd pivot down. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I consider the Bengals 3,400 against the Lions because it's the Lions. Um, I don't dislike that Jared Goff, but he does occasionally fumble and throw an interception. And also the Colts 3,500 get up against the Texans. Um, I think the Colts defense is just solid. It's solid. Simple as that. Rich, why don't you run, give us a quick rundown of your lineup. Uh, yep. So my running back, uh, my quarterback, sorry, is uh, Kyler Murray. Eh, could be a running back. Um, my running backs are Devontae Booker and Daryl Williams. Wide receivers are Hopkins, McLaurin, and Rondell Moore. Tight end is Ricky Seals-Jones. Hashtag don't misclick. Uh, my flex is uh, Daryl Henson and my DST, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, my quarterback is Joe Burrow. My running backs are Austin Eckler and DeAndre Swift. My wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, T. Higgins, and Van Jefferson. My tight end is Ricky Seals, Johnny Smith, Ricky Seals Jones. Um, my flex is Kareem Hunt, and my DST is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Rich, we can find you on Twitter at kfantasy underscore sports and your website is kfantasysports dot no kingfantasysports.com. Yeah, you better full name me. <laughs> um, find me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Byram underscore and at season long DFS. Rich, it's been a pleasure as per normal. Always a pleasure, never a chore. You're always lying. You can see your fingers are crossed. Uh, you can't. They're out on the screen. I've made sure. Yeah, your missus has just sent me a message saying they're, they're crossed. You can see them. Uh, she's upstairs. So, doubt she did. Going to tell a lie? Make it convincing. Uh, uh, do you see that little kind of video camera in the corner of the room? Described uh, as described, kind of uh, hidden like it looks like a cornice right in the corner up there. That you can see. I think I think for legal reasons you probably have to say that that this is a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too sure we have many lawyers or solicitors listen. You don't know. Um, we'll catch up again for the main site mashup show cash edition.
So we can run down our cash lineups for this week and see if we can do better than last week. But last week was really quite good. So we'll have a bit of a challenge doing that. I shall see you then, mate. And um, yeah, thank you and good night. Peace out. Peace out.